to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. Coach, um, I've been, well, I started running, what, like 10 years ago? And I met you just, we're coming up on five years, guys. Five-year anniversary, uh, Valerie and I have been uh, working together, business partners. But so long before I met you, I had gone to a shoe store, and I got on a treadmill, and I ran, and they had this fantastic, like, video setup, and they showed me the heat maps of my feet and how I was, they showed me the side, the cameras everywhere. So they were showing me, like, you're supinating or you're pronating and see how you're landing. They had all this stuff that they gave me. And of course, then they sold me shoes and and they didn't hide that from me. They said, look, we're going to figure out the right shoe for you by analyzing your run was what they were actually selling. But it was very high tech, very, you know, made you feel like this shoe was almost made for me. But these running, what do you think of these running analysis when when people do them? Can you give me give me some input on that? Because. It's been a lot of years, and I don't think I would do that again after meeting you. <laughs> well, here's here's my challenge. So, for one, do you do most of your running on a treadmill? And here's the challenge: is that the running on running on a treadmill is not the exact same as running outside. So that's important. And that being said, if what are we looking for in the runner? And we we recently had a a runner. Get a, get a running analysis on a treadmill. And same thing, it was very fancy, uh, lots of pictures, lots of data, so much data. Oh, there was so much data. <laughs> and there was no correction, guys. And this, this is what I was really talking about was, so then she was told, here's the things you do. And they were like, your hips do this, you land here, because everybody's obsessed with landing. Here's uh, what your arms were doing. So they're showing her like this, kind of like you're saying, but here's all the movements that you're doing. And then here, what, what you, sh- instead of saying like, here's how to correct what you're doing, it was just telling her all these things and that she had a, had, needs to work on her hips, told her that she had tight hips. So all of a sudden you start thinking, oh, I have to work on my hips. I have tight hips. And then he was like, your cadence isn't quite right. And she said, oh, it's not normally like this. I'm just nervous because of this. All these cameras are on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> on <the> treadmill. <laughs> You're and, not watching me when I naturally run. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's and it's funny because I had um, actually a different experience. I when The very first time I had somebody watch me run, they had me put the shoes on and we went outside and I ran up and down the parking lot. And same thing. I felt like a rock star. Like, oh my gosh, like somebody's watching me run. This is hysterical. Yeah. But I wanted the same thing. I had, I had a hamstring issue and the guy was like, oh, it's gotta be your, it's gotta be your shoes. And it's funny when you hear that now, you're like, of course it's not your shoes. It's you. Like, what are you doing in those shoes? But in that moment, I was just the same. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy knows everything. He's going to watch me run. And the same thing here, you pronate, here's some shoes. Well, I went, bought the shoes went running same exact pain so I was like yeah not the shoe it's me <laughs> and so that's my problem with the gate analysis is one no one's using the same standard they're all using the same standard of errors like here look we see pronation here look we see this 
However, they're not looking at any standard. And, you know, for us, we teach pose method. So then we can show the runner, here you are in the running pose, figure four, that every single runner runs through. And then when we see you in your pose, we can show you, oh, look, you were here in your pose and your, you know, your knee was not bent, it's straight. That's why your hip hurts, because your the your knee is straight. Let's just bend the knee. So I give you a here's the issue, here's how we correct it. Let's put right. you in the correct pose. Let's practice what does the what is the pose? Here's where you need to be on the ground, right here. And a lot of people aren't right there. They're either ahead, they're behind, their foot's ahead, their foot's behind. So they keep showing everybody those things. They're like, look, your body's way over here. Your, your head is forward. Your heel is landing. You see all these byproducts. And we're like, we don't, who cares about that? Let's show them where are you here when you're supposed to be in pose. And if you're not there, let's put you there. See, then I've got a plan of action. And then if right. your knee is locking out in the back or locking out in the front, both of those, those are going to add up to three times your body weight. We don't want to add three times our body weight. Let's reduce your body weight by 50% by bending the knee. So then we're teaching you, here's what you're going to do. Here's the running action of pulling. They, you know, no one talks about pulling. They talk about how your foot lands. We don't, who cares how your foot lands? You want to care about the action that you're supposed to be doing. And that's pulling your foot up because pulling the foot up corrects any of those landing errors. So all of a sudden you're giving the runner control. You work on these three elements and you'll be able to correct your run. And this was really fun because Caroline and I spent a lot of time with our runners, helping them understand you are not your pain. Yeah. You are not a tight hip. You are not a tight hamstring. You have one, but right. it's not limiting you. Don't be limited. Right. right? Be like Kipchoge. No human is limited. Right. So I was just, we were kind of giggling because. And not in a bad way, but we have a runner we've been working with quite a bit who really thought I'm just, she just identified as a tight hip and we've been working uh -huh. on releasing tension, both in her mind, by the way, and in her movement. And so she said to me, she's like, gosh, now that my hips loose, now I can really run. And I'm like, <laughs> no, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <That's just> right. <laughs> right. But you see how, how strong it is that as soon it as is. the person, as soon as the person doing the analysis says to you, you pronate, you have a tight hip, you have, it's almost like they're giving you, it's okay that you hurt. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. And, and the thing that has gotten me from getting to know you, that's, that's me, the whole shoe store pronate, you know, where do, where are you landing sort of thing that makes it so important is when you're in alignment and you your body gravity takes your body down guys we all have it right your foot it, it gets placed on the ground and i'm saying it's placed by gravity not by you placing it you don't want to keep it there <laughs> so it doesn't matter that it pronated it doesn't matter that you touched with your uh, ball of foot first and then went to your heel or your heel first and then went to it matters how your entire body like acts as a unit which is something you taught me and and then comes back and then comes off the ground you don't want to be on the ground so your shoes your shoes matter as protection but getting that super comfy stability shoe is just going to allow you to stay on the ground longer which is what is causing your injury right and, and it's like that's like when I figured that out I was just like, I want to shake people and go, 
no, you want to try to stay off the ground. Like, you know, if you could, if you could have one of those little rolling things, like we do aqua aerobics, right? Like if you could almost like aqua aerobics, but in on land, like where you weren't really actually even touching the bottom of the pool, it, it would just, I don't know. I just think it would be fascinating. And I don't real think people realize how important the pose is, how important that alignment is to everything. Oh, yeah. It keeps everything in line and that's well, what they, we teach well that you recognize it when something's off yes that's the challenge is that we don't really listen to our body till something's hurting and then when by the when you go to the pt you go to the chiro you start to learn these things right and so then you recognize the importance of it however we still treat the the area i still have people coming in that are like what's well, my hamstring well, it's my yeah. hip. I'm like, well, it's actually the entire body. That's just where you're feeling it. And so it's the same thing. It's like, I can say till I'm blue in the face, you only need to pull your foot. You only need to pull your foot. And people will still ask me, where should I land? What should I feel when I land? You see what I mean? Because they're yeah. still stuck on it. And you, la I laughed as you said, aqua jogging. So I took a group of ladies aqua jogging a couple of weeks ago. And one of them said, is it okay that my heel's not touching. And I said, yeah, cause you're in the water. So gravity, I mean, you know, the water's, you're feeling gravity less, the, wa the water's lifting your foot. You know, you're not holding that tension. I said, isn't that cool? That's exactly the same on land. If you actually had no tension in the foot, who knows where it would land? You're always gonna right. feel the pressure on the ball of your foot. But once you let go of where it is and you only pull from sensation, it's a life changes. <laughs> yeah. And so that that's the biggest challenge. Again, just going back on topic to the gait analysis is that as many as I've done and as many as I've seen all the excitement of the colors and the 3D and the imaging, and I'm like, nowhere do they help these people to show them, you know, guys, listen, it's, it's really the simplicity of how many frames are you on the ground? And right. for me, for all of our runners, no matter their running speed, no matter their running distance, if you get to pose by the second frame and you pull by the second frame, you're going to use muscle elasticity. You're going to reduce impact. You're going to use gravity in a positive way. And most of our runners are coming in at like eight to 10 frames on the ground. And that's, yeah. again, that's where your injuries are coming from. So it's like, let us help you get off the ground. Let us help you figure out how to hold yourself up. And you can let go of all those other thoughts. <laughs> You're not Absolutely. a tight <laughs> Even and, if you and, have <laughs> and again, if you want to go get um, a fun gait analysis and, and get all that stats, it's just like the stats on your watch. The stats are great. It's information. But don't let it take you away from what is running. And that is the running pose and how to get to pose and that it truly is a science guys and the science that they're giving you is just a lot of other stuff that really isn't going to take away your pain it's really not going to fix it great and, and information i'll, I'll, say, I'll say i'll say this at the end because i do want to say that those of you that are experiencing pain you know like that's our whole thing is to run pain free so we don't worry we don't think oh it's just magic you stand in this running pose and your pain goes oh, yeah. <laughs> So like, we know that. However, the more you keep putting yourself in that pose, in the right position, doing the right movement, you will, one, you will get out of pain and you'll prevent it from coming back. And then while you're doing all that, 
you still have to do all of the same exercises that you're doing probably right now in PT that we give you the same ideas. You still have to do hip strength and hamstring strength. And do you know what I mean? Like those things are important for your performance and for your ability to stay in line. So we know those are really important. And that's a big part of our thing. We're skill, strength, and self-care. However, I tell people, once you start to move correctly, all we hear this all the time. They're like, oh my gosh, my shins don't hurt anymore. I'm like, you're right. Yeah. Because you're not slamming them into the ground. So keep in mind that we understand both sides of it, but we want you to know you're not limited by these um, things you're getting in the analysis. Absolutely. So guys, we hope you uh, are subscribed to this channel if you aren't already. If you want to stay in touch with us, go to runrxquiz.com and that will get you into our into our basically our email list and we can keep in touch with you and let you know what's going on. Or you can just go to our website and join. It should be up at the top. It's just say join the wait list and just stay on on our email list so that we can keep in touch with you when we open up different activities like we'll be opening up our 2024 uh clinic for next year uh it's usually in the summertime so you can start planning now doesn't matter where you come from it's two days of fun and we just had a blast and uh we do have people come in from all over the world so um if you plan now you can come and see us and we will talk to you then thanks guys thank you for joining us on the run rx podcast if you'd like to know more join us at www.runrx.fit And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit.